Hey, Kingdom listeners, Justin here. And I just wanted to give you a quick note here before today's episode, because I wanted to tell you something that I realized a lot of people don't know. And it's that the kingdom is a live event. And for the first time ever, we have the option for you to come join us in person or you can join us online. We're at a new time and a new rhythm this season with lots more live music, with a band and a live audience in the room with me and some special guests that are going to blow your mind. So if you are in the LA area and you want to come join us live in person, or if you are anywhere in the world and you want to join us live online for this brand new season, just go to the link in the show notes or go to justinmichaelwilliams.com slash the kingdom. Our theme for season three is all about love. And I'd love to see you there. All right, now back to the episode. This is Justin Michael Williams and welcome to the kingdom podcast. We believe there is something bigger than us, but also something big within us. We believe that all of us have the power to transform our lives and to transform the world. And we believe that wisdom is everywhere, but especially in you. This is our moment to ask life's biggest questions and to rise together. Welcome to the kingdom. Today's session is on the power of transformation. The power of transformation. And this is a big word, okay? And I'm gonna break this down for you in a super direct, clear way that allows you to understand it on a deeper level. And so today, as we talk about the power of transformation, I wanna first tell you about the transformation equation. And this is an equation that I've put together, but if you look at basically any, I mean, I don't wanna say every, but pretty much every human consciousness development personal growth book or teacher or teaching, I tried to distill down what they were all saying into simple, digestible formats so we can really understand what is it that is at the root, the root of transformation. And what I came up with is this, and I want you all to type this in or, and or write it down so you remember it because this is really important, okay? Transformation is one-third light work one-third shadow work, one-third action, and that equals transformation. And I'm going to go through this in as much detail as I can in the limited amount of time that we have together today. So this is something that I've actually never shown publicly. I've only showed it inside of our teacher training program. But I thought it would be important to welcome all of you to that today 
so that you can get a little hint of what's coming in the transformation experience, all right? So it's light plus shadow plus action equals transformation. Now, I want you to notice the arrow that's going through the middle, okay? Because these things are connected, but there's something really important that connects it. It's not just, oh, I gotta do my light work and here's light work and then here's shadow work and here's action, which I'm gonna go into in detail each of these today. And then all of a sudden I've transformed, but there's a place from which you must come from that connects all of this and actually gives you the opportunity to transform. Excuse me for having my eyes closed. I'm just like very dropped in to spirit today and I'm just like listening closely to what's coming through me. And so watch what happens on the screen right now, those of you who can see it or watching. Light plus shadow plus action. And then, boom, meditation. Meditation is the force that activates this process. It's the force that sends us all the way through. It's the force that makes sure the light work and the shadow work that we're doing and the actions that we're taking are actually aligned with our highest growth, are actually aligned with our soul's purpose, are actually aligned with who it is that we have been put here to be. Not just what we're supposed to do because we're supposed to be taking action and busy, not just because of our stories and our past, because we have traumatic moments that have come up and things that have happened to us that are in our shadow, things that have happened in the past that have defined us in some way, and not just because we think we're supposed to think positive and read every spiritual self-help book that's ever come out, but because we are grounded in a state of being and able to hear and access a voice within us that tells us what to do so that the what we do is in alignment with who it is that we're supposed to be on this planet. And that's, I don't want you transforming into me. I don't want you transforming into someone else's dharma or purpose. I don't want you transforming into who you think you're supposed to be. I don't want you transforming into other people's expectations. I don't want you transforming into what your shadow or your conditioning thinks you're supposed to be. I want you transforming into the real you. The you that you were put here to be. The you, like Oprah Winfrey always says, with a capital Y. Okay? And so this is what we are doing. And yes, Lori typed in so beautifully here. You are your own guru. That's the whole point. And so how do we type, tap into that space of our inner knowing? One of the definitions of guru is service, servant. And so what are we serving? What are we serving? Meditation is how we know. Meditation is the glue that brings all of these together. 
So you're not just thinking positive and reading these books and then also going to therapy and trying to do your work on your shadow and then also taking action and being busy and a whole bunch of things and then wondering why you haven't transformed. And so what we're gonna cover today is gonna help you tap into that. And what I want you to know deeply from the root of my heart, from the deepest place in my soul, is that you are ready. You are ready. Whatever is going on in your life right now, whatever it is that you're going through, whether it's a dip or a rise, whether it's a peak or a valley, whether it's going into the night has come or going into the sun has risen, you are ready because all of it, all of it can be used for the sake of your transformation. So, Today, I'm gonna go through each of these sections individually, okay? Light, shadow, and action, and give you a little idea of what each of these are about, and then we'll end with a little practice that will take you in to your transformation. And we'll go through light, shadow, action, meditation, and transformation. So we'll go through all five sections today. So let's start by talking about light, y'all. All right, let's start talking about light. Light and light work is typically the work that we know we should be doing, that sometimes we don't do, <laughs> even though we know we should be doing it. And it's the stuff that feels good, right? So when we do light work, we like doing light. We like doing light work. When we think about light work, we often go, yes, okay, I'm gonna do that. We know this is something positive for us. And there's many things that can exist in the light work category. But I'm gonna give a, a slight list, this is not an exhaustive list, of things that can exist in the light work category. Praying, practicing rituals, keeping your mind right, doing a gratitude journal, thinking positive, exercising, staying fit, listening to motivational podcasts. Y'all know I love me some Super Soul Sunday, all right? Super Soul conversations on the podcast, or I guess it's called Super Soul now reading books to enhance your well-being, doing yoga, living in a space of love and light, sending love and light. Because what light work is, light work is the work that you do that is obviously in direction of enhancing your well-being, of keeping you motivated, of thinking positive, of keeping you in an ascending, ascending headspace where you are tapping in and connecting with the divine. Here we go, therapy. That could be light work, but uh, Mariana will look at that in a moment as more shadow work. Playing music, being in nature, dancing, Mal. Allison, playing music. Cheryl, hugging trees. Yes, Barbie, comedy. Sarah, dancing. Brenda, a miracle journal. Um, gardening, Stephanie, guided meditations. Breathing, taking a pause. Yes, okay. All of this, all of this, all of this. Y'all get it, y'all get, get the trick here, okay? So there's so much Reiki that we can do. Can All of this can be light work. So this is really important. And light work is essential. We can't skip our light work because the light work is what keeps us connected into the space of inspiration. Inspiration. Inspiration meaning from spirit 
from spirit. It keeps us connected to that place. So we are in the spiritual realm because we're connected into joy. We're connected into awe. And again, all things are spiritual, even the shadow. But I'm talking about that uplifted, ascended, joyful, motivated spiritual space. And that's a really important place to be in. And so we cannot skip that work. And oftentimes, some of us, even though we know we, there's these things that we want to be doing, we sometimes avoid them or don't do them. All right. So here's light work. We got that. This is, this is oftentimes the one that's easiest for people to notice. Now let's talk about shadow. So there's light work, there's shadow work. So shadow, what, first of all, what is your shadow? Because your shadow is there. Robert Masters, one of my teachers, once said something, once said something to me that he said, Justin, you can't limit the divine to just joy and happiness and peace and love. The divine is not just in the peaks. The divine is also in the valleys. The divine is not just in the highs, just in the ascending. The divine is also in the descending energy. The divine is also in the valleys, the lows, when the night has come. We don't have the night sky come out and the moon come out and the stars come out and it get dark and silent and say that the divine is not here, that this is not sacred, that it's only sacred in the morning. And so it's hard for us to see that sometimes, right? It's hard for us to see often that when we go into these dips, that there is a sacredness happening here. But I want you to invite, I want to invite you into remembering that as I talk about shadow, that it is also just as sacred as our light work. What is shadow? Your shadow is anything in your life or in our world that we have not cast our light of awareness onto. So it's the things that are hiding in the background of our lives, but that are actually controlling our lives without us recognizing it. And what you need to know is that your shadow, like I said, is not a bad thing because your greatest gifts are often hiding in your shadow. Your greatest gifts are often hiding in your shadow. So Sianna Sherman, I'm here with her right now. I've mentioned her several times today. So I'm here with Sianna Sherman and she's, she taught this metaphor that I love, that we see that you all have heard me mention. I mentioned it a couple of weeks, a few, a month ago when I talked about shadow work in our session. What do I mean by your greatest gifts are in your shadow? Well, it's best told by a little story. And you've heard many versions of this story. So once upon a time, there was a great prince. And this great prince heard about a great treasure that was hiding inside of a cave. And so the great prince went on a journey for days and nights to get to this mystical cave, to get the treasure for his kingdom. And so the prince galloped on horseback for days and nights through the treacherous woods, cutting through the vines, going through the dark, crossing over the great rivers. And he arrives at the mystical cave. And once he gets to the cave, 
he walks up to the front and out comes a big, fierce dragon. And the dragon is there and the dragon <sighs> lets out the big sound to scare away the prince. And the prince runs away because he wasn't expecting the dragon to be guarding the cave. And we can see, as Siana always says, these stories, these myths, what Siana says is that they hold codes. And we recognize these codes of these stories within our own self. So notice some of the codes right now. Notice the code of the prince, which is you. There's no gender here in this code. Going after a great treasure. So going after the goals or the things that you want to grow towards or deepen in your own life. And we have to move through confusion and go through many things and go into the depths of our emotions as we cross the rivers of our lives into the water and crossing through the vines and the confusion so we can see clearly. And then we start to get close to and arrive at what we think is the goal. And then here comes a challenge. Here comes fear that's arising as we start to step into and get close to what we want. And so here comes fear, <sighs> unexpectedly. And the first thing the prince does is run away. So this is what we do sometimes, but that will never work towards getting the treasure, all right? And then what does a prince do? Well, there's another thing that some of us do when we're trying to get towards our goal. So there's the dragon. So what do some of you do when you're trying to get to the drag, get to the treasure and there's a dragon there? Maybe some of, some of us will try to sneak past the dragon. So that's the prince's next move. He plots and plots to try to sneak past the dragon while it's sleeping to make sure he can get past the dragon and the dragon won't notice. Well, that doesn't work. He's sneaking by, he steps on just a little twig, the dragon wakes up, <sighs> the prince runs away. And we've all done this in our lives as well. So the prince goes and he tries to try again. And this time the prince musters up all of his courage. And he says, you know what? I'm gonna go and I'm gonna outsmart the dragon. I'm gonna trick the dragon into thinking that something else is there and then I'm gonna sneak into the cave. And so the prince goes and he creates some distraction for the dragon. How many of us have done this in our lives? Creating distractions for ourselves to try to sneak in. That doesn't work. The dragon catches him. <sighs> prince runs away. And then so a fourth time, the prince goes and he musters up all of his strength. And the prince goes, okay, I got this. I'm gonna kill the dragon. I'm gonna gather all of my courage. I'm gonna gather all of my tools. I'm gonna go and I'm going to kill and slay this dragon once and for all. But we know in every story that never works. The prince goes up with his big sword and ah, just as he gets ready to go into the dragon's heart, the dragon <sighs> swats the sword away, swats the prince away. The prince has no more weapons and the prince has to run back and retreat. And so now the prince drops into a deep state of meditation to go into his heart to see 
Why, spirit, have you set me here if you won't allow me in the cave? So listen for the codes. Why, spirit, have you set me here? Is the first question. But then we ask if you won't allow me into the cave. Why have you set me here if I can't get what it is that you've put me here to do? And so the prince gets a great message. He gets the actual code that guides him into the cave. And it's that he must befriend the dragon. Befriend the dragon. And every great story, every great myth, every great legend tells some version of this story. From Moana to Shrek to many of the great religious traditions and the stories is that we come to the dragon and we bow and we say, I see you. Thank you for protecting this treasure because if you were not here, there would be no treasure to be found. And so I honor you, dear dragon, for being so fierce, for having your fire, for protecting that which is sacred. And I am here not to steal the treasure, but to enhance it in service of the greater good of my life, of my family and of humanity. And when we come to the dragon from this deep place in our heart, when we thank and bow the dragon for what it is here to do, what it has served, and we say, I am here with you in service of the greater good, then we can work with the dragon and the dragon can show us the treasure. And so this is the power of our shadow because your shadow is there, this darkness is there. The dragons of our lives are there to protect the deepest treasures of our lives. And we have to go bowing in service, knowing that everything that has happened to us has not happened to us, it's happened for us. We have to learn to integrate our traumas and our conditioning and the things that have happened in our lives that have really happened to protect us in moments when they were needed. And we say, hey, from that capital Y-U, from the deepest place in us, we are moving forward. And so this is how we bring light to our shadow. And we go with our dragon. We ride the dragon into the cave to get the treasure. We go into the darkness with the dragon lighting the way. And so what you should know, everybody, is that you don't have to be afraid of your shadow. Because as Robert Masters and many teachers have guided us into, seeds grow in the dark. So do you. So we look at the shadow as what is it that we need to face and see and integrate so that we can make clearer choices in our lives. Y'all can see that I love the shadow a bit here. I love working with this space. It's really important. So now we go to the third element, action. We've gone light, shadow, and now action. 
And so action, y'all know about. Action people are the doers. And doers, we constantly busy ourselves. And when doers see a problem, they jump in to fix things as quickly as possible. The problem with being a doer is if you're not doing your light work and you're not doing your shadow work, then you're busy all the time helping other people, trying to fix things in your life, but not seeing any momentum and transformation moving forward. This is the differentiator here of when we start to drop in a little bit more deeply. But action is not bad, but our action needs to be aligned with the greater good. And this brings me to our fourth piece, which is meditation. Meditation is a practice that allows us to anchor in to that capital Y-U. And what I always say is that when we meditate, meditation is creating space for your soul to speak to you. And whether you call it a soul or your higher self or God or the universe or unicorns or whatever you call it, when you meditate, you are creating the space for that soul to speak to you. So everybody place one hand over your heart and the other hand on top of that, right over the center of your chest and take a breath in and a breath out. Ground yourself into the earth. And just listen in right now and feel, is there anything that your soul is trying to tell you in this moment? What might your soul be here trying to learn right now in this time? Listen. You know it's there. Even if the little message comes and it's unclear, there is a message there for each of us. And when we meditate, we're creating the space for our soul to speak to us so that, okay, listen clearly, so that we're not just sitting here doing light work endlessly, disconnected from shadow work endlessly, disconnected from action endlessly, that we are in alignment and moving forward and connected into that force, into that momentum. And when we are connected into that momentum, our light work, our shadow work, and our action are working together, together to help us get to the whole lead up of this entire session, which is to help us transform. Light work plus shadow work plus action led by the sacred force of our soul is what leads us equals transformation. That's the equation, my friends. And transformation is not the same as change because action on its own can lead you to change. But is it a change that is in alignment with your highest self? Shadow work on its own can lead you to change but it is an alignment 
with your soul's journey. Light work on its own can lead you to change. But is it transforming you? That's what I want to focus on. Because with transformation, what was, what was, is no longer available to you in the same way that it was before. This is why I focus so much on transformation. Y'all have heard me talk about this again and again and again. Change is changing your clothes, changing your job, changing your relationship, changing where you live. But wherever you go, there you are. And so transformation is an inside job. John Kabat-Zinn has an amazing book in saying this, says, wherever you go, there you are. And so we work to transform within so that all the changes we're making can actually have the impact we want them to have. And so like a caterpillar goes to a butterfly, the, the butterfly can obviously go back to the same twig or tree that the caterpillar was on, but will experience it very differently because now the butterfly has wings. And so yes, you can return to what was, but you will no longer be the same. And so your relationship to what was will be different. I want everybody to type that in. You can return to what was, but you are no longer the same. This is transformation. And when we return to what was, when we return to our families, but we've changed, when we return to our jobs, but we've transformed, when we return to social justice issues, but we're different within, this is how we create radical transformation in our lives and in the world. And this is the work that we together as a community are here to do. Let's practice. Let's do a practice together. I invite you to place a hand over the center of your chest and another hand on top of that. Okay, one hand over the center of your chest and the other hand on top of that. Take a deep full breath in and a breath out. And when you exhale, I invite you to close your eyes if you're comfortable doing that. If you're not comfortable doing that, you can keep your eyes open, but just drop your gaze down towards the earth. Take a breath in and a breath out. On the count of three, I want you to exhale everything out of your system and breathe through your nose if you can. If you can't breathe through your mouth, that's fine, but purse your lips like you're sucking through a straw, like that, if you can't breathe through your nose, all right? One, two, three, exhale everything out of your system, come to completely empty. And now to my count of three, inhale for one, two, three, hold for one, two, three, exhale one, two, three. That's right, let's do it again. Inhale deeply for one, two, three. Hold for one, two, three. Exhale one, two, and three. Last time, inhale deeply. One, two, three. Hold for one, two, three. Exhale one, two, and three. 
Now just breathe normally and you can drop your hands if you want to or keep them over your heart. I'm going to ask you a transformational question. And I want you to listen for what arises within. Here's your question. What is something in your life that you want to deepen or take to the next level but haven't? Just listen for what arises. So what is something in your life that you want to deepen or take to the next level but haven't? So that question is us pointing our arrow of aim. And now the next question is very simple. What do I need to let go of or release in order to welcome that into my life? What do I need to let go of or release to welcome that into my life? And then take a breath in and a breath out, dropping back into that space of your soul. And then ask yourself this question. What is one thing that I need to do, an action that I need to take that will help me get to this goal? I'll ask it again. What is one thing that I need to do or an action that I need to take that will help me get to this goal? Take a moment now and imagine yourself. It could be a future version of yourself, but just imagine yourself living with that vision that has come true. So whatever it is that you wanted to take to the next level, whatever it is that you are hoping to expand, whatever it is that you're hoping to deepen, Imagine that it has happened, that every circumstance and challenge has been overcome, that you've let go of the judgment, that you've started taking care of yourself, that you've prioritized yourself. Imagine specifically that that thing has come true. Take a moment and scan around yourself right now and just notice as you imagine this future vision, what do you sense? Get as clear of a sense of this coming true as you can. Just notice what's there and what's not. 
And then I'll ask you the final question. Who do I need to become to be ready to receive this vision? Who do I need to become? Who do you need to be to be ready to receive this vision? And don't type this one in yet. Just answer the question in your heart. And then whatever that answer was for you, whether it is I need to be more grateful or I need to be more focused or I need to be more confident or I need to be more dedicated, I want you to transform that into an affirmation, an I am affirmation. And then just tell yourself, I am whatever that is. I am confident. I am focused. I am ready. I am grateful. I am active. Whatever that is, turn that into an affirmation for you. I'll give you a few moments right now and just repeat that I am statement in your own mind. Repeat it and repeat it. Repeat it from your heart. Repeat it to your soul. Repeat it from your soul. And if you're saying it in your mind, I want to invite you to say it as a little whisper now out loud. Whisper it, I am. And then from that whisper, maybe try saying it out loud confidently. You might even stand up and shout it out right now and really proclaim it down into the earth, up into the sky, all around you. I am. And then bringing your hands back to your heart. Say it silently inside. I am. And today, you'll keep this answer just for you. Just for you in your heart. Beautiful Kingdom family, take a moment here just to breathe. My prayer to you all is, may you always know that you are enough and that even as you're trying to grow and evolve and change, that you are not broken. You're just wanting to play a bigger game. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to play a bigger game. So as we close out all of our sessions, every single one of our sessions, we go from practice to a golden nugget. And so I invite each of you to just very quickly place a hand over your heart, maybe both. And we covered a lot today from light to shadow and action, meditation, transformation. And then you experienced all of that in your own being and the story of the dragons and the whole thing. And and then everything that came up for you in that practice. If you could think of just one key takeaway from today's session, just one thing, if you had one takeaway, What would that takeaway be? 
You're not going to remember everything from the session. So if you could just pick one, what would it be? And just repeat that in your mind a few times so you can remember it. And I'm going to just offer a golden nugget to each of you is that your wisdom of your own soul already told you an action that you need to take. This week, take that action. Take that action. You are ready. There's one action that you can take. It is time. It is time. And you'll know that this action is alignment in alignment with your highest self as long as you're tapping into the space of your soul. What I want to share with you all as we close on the power of transformation is that you are that great royalty going towards your vision. You deserve to have the power and the gift and the radiance of this life. And to have the power and the gift and the radiance of this life, it requires you to go through the peaks and the valleys, through the shadow and the light, through the darkness and all of it together because all of it is sacred and all of it here is to teach you something. All of it is here to teach you something. And so if you go into your heart and tap into that space and ask yourself, what is the next best move? What is my soul here to learn? you will not just change, you will transform. Thank you for listening to The Kingdom Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to rate it or subscribe. But most importantly, to send this episode to a friend or to someone you love. The only way we're gonna see change in this world is by each of us spreading messages of hope into the corners of the world where only you can reach. So send this today to someone who needs it. I'm sure they'll thank you for it. This is Justin Michael Williams signing out. I love you. And I'll meet you right here in this special place in our next episode where we rise together. Together.